This joker cannot be serious. You've tuned in to When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime podcast. I'm Dr. Linda F. Williams. I take survivors of abuse and trauma from pain to purpose so that you take back your power, tap into the truth of who you are, and live your best life now. Story time. Growing up, had neighbors down road and they were pretty good. I mean, my dad even built a fireplace for them in their houses. I used to be good friends with one of the girls and went to school with all of them. So years and years passed. And when I moved back to Michigan, then, you know, I still wasn't in touch with a lot of these people. Well, one day about five years ago, I found this place on Facebook. They had a Facebook page for their antique business and it was right in my hometown. So I said, okay, I like the stuff here. And turned out that this guy was married to my neighbor, one of the neighbor girls. And they had just moved back from another state. So I'm loving the stuff and I got to meet him because there were these, the, art deco lamps that I wanted and he was kind enough because he was going to be in town doing a pickup or something that he brought them to me and then we went to uh, dinner and everything and it was a great time so later on my sister and I we made our trip up there so that we could go through the place I mean this business is great he, they got a real good thing going on there because I thought the guy had a really good eye and he knows what his stuff is worth and it's really not any junk. So we enjoyed just going through the place. I think I might have bought a couple of other little things. Fast forward two, three, maybe years after I got the lamps. And about two years after the last time that I was there. And I'm forking through. I said, oh, let me go to this website. Let me see what maybe they have. I go to this page. And what I see is this colors only sign that this joker had gone down south and was proud of it was bringing back and got that up there for sale well i said okay don't fly off the handle don't fly off the handle so i read the note underneath it and somebody was not even somebody black said well you might want to donate that to the museum yada yada and Apparently, he wrote something like, nope, pay too much for it. I'm keeping it. So when I saw it, I know I wasn't as kind as the white person was. I wrote some crap like, uh, excuse me, this right here, who, who do you think is going to buy that? I don't think even the local KKK in this area was big on the KKK back in the day would even want that. Who do you think is your target audience for this? And I must have said something here about how offensive it was or everything. So I'm hot. Okay. I am hot. So what I do, I FaceTime my sister and I'm just, yep, 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 yep. I don't believe this guy is da 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 And he told the girl he ain't going to donate. He want to get his money worth. And I was just hot about it. But this is the thing. I could have just left it there. Go ahead, spit, fuss, cry. 
you know, be angry, get it out with your sister and call it a day, recognizing that that man can sell whatever the heck he want to sell. But no, the whole time I'm FaceTiming her, I keep going back. Going back and looking, going back and looking, going back and looking. Why am I still going back and looking at that crap? It only got my feelings hurt because I noticed that he had de deleted my comment as well as the comment of the well-meaning white person who suggested he send it to the museum. Oh, now I am burning the heck up, okay? Hot about this mess and kind of hurt. Because I'm irritated because this black person telling your behind, and I and I thought y'all were friends, that this is offensive, and I can't believe you drove your happy behind all the way down south to bring this crap back. What the heck were you thinking? So I'm saying, why did I keep going back? What do we do? We why do we do that? Why do I keep going back, going back, going back, looking at the offensive crap? Do any of y'all ever do that? It's like you read something or you see something, and it'll be out the box wrong, but you just keep going back, keep going back. What's that doing? It's perpetuating the anger. Okay. Now I couldn't do crap about this. I thought, okay, go get that sign and burn it. But, oh, why should I pay him for that crap? And then I thought about, well, now I don't even want to keep these lamps I got in the house. Well, he already got your money. And whether you keep the lamps or not ain't hurting his behind. And I just disconnected from the page. Disconnected from the page. Disconnected from them. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't ever need to see their face a freaking again. Do you hear me? Now... My sister sued. I'm sure she tried to give me a better perspective. Yeah, Linda, they just don't get it. You have no reason to even relate to what you're saying. They're just ignorant. And I'm sorry, there's no dang excuse for that. All right? There's no excuse for that. If I understand that they wiped us out of the history books, the black contribution to history has never been in our history books. But my thing is they ain't much younger than me, so they remember the civil rights movement. To me, the, no freaking excuse for this. That is, I, Look, y'all, I'm just telling y'all, I'm not saying that my perspective is right. It's one thing that I teach y'all is that just because you see it a certain way doesn't necessarily mean you're seeing it the right way. And maybe I need to make room for the fact that they were white and grew up more privileged than I did. And they didn't have to go through what my ancestors went through. Maybe all of that. But I'm saying this to say, why do we keep going back and looking back? I have a video up here in which I think it's probably called um, Stop Watering That Tree. And it's the same basic thing. When I moved in here, the lady next door, very nice lady, love her. Her name was Phyllis. And she's moved out since. She's still with us, but she's moved out since. And the first day I moved in, she asked me, do you mind, because we got townhouses, and she was the one right next to me, do you mind if I plant flowers in your front yard? 
and our yards are kind of connected. That's absolutely I ain't about to grow nothing. I might throw something in the ground if I know it's just going to come up by itself. Maybe cactus. I ain't got to water it all the time. But I said, yeah. And she grew the most beautiful flowers. Well, there was a tree outside my uh kitchen and the kitchen window is directly below the window in my office upstairs and this tree i love this tree see until her bad butt cats started chasing them all off we had morning dove that would nest in that tree every year and have her little ones and so i love the sound of the morning doves if i was up at my office you could see into the trees and my cats loved it because i called it their friends were coming to visit when they would sit in the window and just look at the little birds and everything but this tree every freaking year grew all these crab apples that you really could do nothing with but feed the birds and it would drop them every fall just all over the place and and, and the groundskeepers were not trying to keep them get them up and people were slipping and sliding on them and she always couldn't stand that tree she wanted that tree down. She begged and pleaded with the front office to take it down, and they never would. But get this, this was the deal. Because she was watering all of the plants, and she grew some beautiful flowers, and she would be feeding them, you know, the miracle grow. The whole time she's cursing the tree, she's feeding it. The whole time she's cursing the tree, she's nurturing it. Because the flowers she planted under that tree. So while it might have just been a few little crab apples when I moved in after three or four years of constantly watering those flowers in that tree, it began to grow more and more crab apples. It's no different than me keep going back to that daggum page where they had that colors only bathroom sign. She's just cussing this tree at feeding the tree. Feeding the tree, feeding the tree, making the tree thrive, making the tree, tree thrive, and the whole time not recognizing what she was doing. So the question becomes, why do we do this? I don't have to answer, y'all. I'm serious. I'm just asking. What is it that make us keep going back to the hurt? Going back to the offense, she's cursing the tree and feeding the tree and the tree keeps making more mess out there with more and more crab apples. Nobody will cut down the tree, but she's feeding the tree. The tree is thriving the whole time she's trying to cuss it. Damn tree, yada, 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 yada. That's why I can't, this tree just gets on my, not tree on my side, okay? It's growing in my yard, all right? I love the doggone tree. But anyway, th this is one of the go nowhere story times that I don't know what to tell you about it. But all I can say is, hey, hit me down below. Comment, do you have anything in your life? Have you seen this kind of dynamic playing out in your own life? What got on your nerves and you just kept going back and looking at it? I'm offering you guys the complimentary breakthrough session. Link below. Hit me up. Let's talk. And remember, your greatest power is realizing the truth of who you are. Know that truth. Thank you for joining me today on When Your Mind Becomes the Scene of the Crime podcast. Schedule your free breakthrough session now at lindafwilliams.com. That's lindafwilliams.com.